stream. Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name's Tom and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. On tonight's show, we're actually skipping out the first se- first section. We're not having the gaming brain brainstorming game uh, to begin with because we've got a very special, different show on tonight. We're actually going to be discussing our favourite gaming songs. Now, this is a... A brilliant section or brilliant topic discussion to have on a on a radio show because it's actually auditable as well. Uh, so we're not just actually describing something that's usually visual and uh, audible. You um, can hear the thing we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's very very interactable uh, this um, this week. So I'm very excited. I think we're going to just roll straight into it. To be honest, boys, because I I feel like this is going to be a very very long drawn out session. Uh, so. I'm going to hand it over to you first, Billy, uh, if that's okay. Now, yeah, yeah. we all have three different songs each, and we're going to rank them. But bear in mind, these are our top three gaming songs or gaming-related yes. songs, whatever you want to call them. And we're basically going to, to give them uh, bronze, silver, and gold medals each. So I'll hand it over to you, Billy. Yeah. I've got to say, this was actually really, really hard to do. Because originally, because we obviously did research, we were talking about this through the week. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really hard. I'm, I'm not going to be able to think of three songs. Then I was doing research like, I have like 30 songs I kind of want to put in this list now. It, it was so hard. Did you, I was like, did you get oh, taken through, uh, through something on YouTube, you know, taken through like a playlist on YouTube and then realised that you're... Uh, Maybe a little bit, yeah. So many, <laughs> so many songs. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. how you feel. I was like, oh, do I want to put like, you know, the Skyrim theme or something like equally famous like that. But yeah. for number three, I ended up going with something of a classic that, that brings me back to my childhood. It is the Super Mario World overworld theme. Uh, it is just got that. It's this lovely, bouncy, very happy tune. But to me, it's one of the very first games I ever played was I think it was New Super Mario Bros. It's got as far as I'm aware, I think it's the same theme tune, but it just reminds me of those very simple days when I was, you know, much younger playing playing away at Mario on the DS on you know a long flight or on the train or in the back of a car or wherever. And it's it's you know it's Mario. It's 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 never gonna go away. It's, it's Mario. Gonna... That's a that's but, a yeah. that's a sentence it we is, use quite it, a lot on this show. It's, it's a Mario it game. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's as I say it's a Mario game. It's never really going to change from the very basic thing, but this is also like the classic Mario to me. It's you know, the left to right, the worlds jumping, the big coins you find in like the secret places. And the overall theme is always the, like, the best part of it because it's the one that plays when you first open the game. So it's the one that I've always sort of burned into my mind and associated yeah. with those childhood memories. Thank you. 
absolutely. I feel like um, it's going to be very consistent through through the show that we have. Well, actually, I, I'm, I'm looking at my songs and I might actually throw a spanner in the works, but maybe for you guys, do you have more songs that are, you know, only shown at a certain moment during your game or are these like, you know, the main hit theme tunes? You know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but I, I feel like always these, these theme tunes are so ingrained in our mind purely yeah. because we listen to them so much. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's definitely a yeah. bit of both for me. It's kind of half of it is, you know, just one one thing uh, only comes in the song once and it made an impression but i think definitely one of mine is that classic you know <laughs> an earworm that is played all the time <laughs> yeah, that you just can't yeah. even now get out of your head like cool i mean it's, it's it's really difficult to make that call because it really depends like what you're thinking of because i was i was thinking oh maybe i want to do like a hades song when i was researching for this but at the same time i can't do any of the hades songs because to me they are sort of indelibly linked to playing the game and you don't get it's not as good without mm. the game to me. No, 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 no spoilers here. Let's uh, let's move on to um <laughs> <laughs> so my silver place, my silver place is a, a very different song. It's actually the only one of my three songs that actually has lyrics to it. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So this is a bit of an unusual one. It's also not the actual main theme. So I'm a big fan of Portal. Portal is a great, great game. And Portal is obviously very famous for its, you know, still alive at the end. But I didn't play Portal first. I played Portal 2. Mm. So this one, yep. instead of being still alive, it's Want You Gone from the end of Portal 2. Such a good shout. Oh, my God. I completely... It's... That is <laughs> such a good shout. I can't even get... I can't even explain right now. I, that didn't cross my mind when doing my research. I'm not going to lie. And it should have because... I remember, I can't remember how young I was, but just sitting there at the end of finishing Portal 2 and this and this comes on. It's just such a good song. Oh. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I feel those those finishing songs hit different. It's like the GTA yes. credit songs or the, you know, or the, or the Call of Duty campaign credit songs. It's the combination of them being obviously bangers, but simultaneously you've just completed the campaign. You're feeling gassed yeah. up and it's just that memorable moment. <laughs> Well, let's, let's accomplishment you get. I, I, I think the best thing to do is just give a snippet of each and then just let them hear it. I know this is going to be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, take it away. Well, here we are again. It's always such a pleasure. Remember when you tried to kill me twice? Oh, how we laughed and laughed. Except I wasn't laughing Under the circumstances I've been shockingly nice We want your freedom to That's what I'm counting on I used to want you dead But now I only want you gone She was a lot like
Did you think I meant you? That would be funny if it weren't so sad. Well, you have been replaced. I don't need anyone now. When I delete you, maybe I'll start feeling so bad. Go make some new disaster. That's what I'm counting on. You're someone else. Cool. So, Billy, number three. Yeah. Or uh, should I say gold? Sorry, num- not number, number three. One, the best gold, of the yeah. songs. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, this was really hard. And I ended up picking Portal because my last song, partly because I didn't want them all to be Nintendo songs, which was harder yeah. than I thought <laughs> because there are so many good Nintendo songs. I was like, oh, do I want to put like one of the Pokemon songs in? Or I almost, almost went for the theme tune from Super Smash Bros. Ball. You know, the one that's all in Latin and chanting and stuff. Yeah, very uh, good which, shout. Again, a lot of good memories for me. And also, it's just a really, really good song. But in the end, I, I sort of stayed away from that and I did the Portal one. And then for this top one, it's also Nintendo. Now, I've talked about this before, but quite possibly my favourite game series ever is The Legend of Zelda. Zelda, I knew it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my first Zelda game was actually Skyward Sword. Actually, that's a lie, but it's the first one that I, that I own specifically. It's the one I played before that actually belonged to my sister. So I've got really good memories of that. But also Skyward Sword came out as like the 25th anniversary of Zelda. So what I got with it when I got this copy of Skyward Sword was the orchestral theme track. So one of the best songs in all of Zelda is that theme tune. I mean, you know the one I'm talking about, right? Like that with me mentioning yeah, yeah, yeah. lyrics. Yeah, but... To me, it's going to be orchestral always because the original isn't actually orchestral. It's like an 8-bit theme tune or something because it's from like the original Legend of Zelda. But I picked out this, this orchestral copy because to me, I think that Zelda is always supposed to be this grand epic adventure. And this song gives a lot more of that feeling than the sort of more bitty tune bits from, from back in the day, as much as that's more classic.
I think I think you've got to give credit to the the sound designers or composers of the tune to sort of take that old school, like you said, eight bit theme track from uh, the first few games and sort of evolve it into yeah. this fully fledged orchestral piece of music. I think that takes a lot of uh, a lot of talent. Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely, hundred percent. It's it's not easy to be able to go to transfer a song effectively from one medium to another because it is entirely different. So why would you but, say this yeah. is? Why would you say this is above the other two? Is there any reason I mean, in particular or just purely the quality of, of music or the sound itself? I mean, partly, as I say, because I am a huge Legend of Zelda fan. That is, that is I have to say, part of it. But also, part of it is that it does... It, this is one of the songs that most symbolises, like, a series for me. There are mm. very other few songs that I can go... Oh, this is this is this thing. This this sums up this story for me, and it does it all without a word because it's got you know the grand sweeping adventure that Zelda games should be that makes them so good and so beloved for me. Yeah, especially because all the ones I've played have been sort of open world. Yeah, um, which more Zelda games should be make make all of them like Breath of the Wild. Please please do that Nintendo <laughs> for <laughs> me specifically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Right. Well, that's a, a good selection. So, very solid selection of tunes there. Um, I, I, I'm really annoyed I didn't pick I didn't pick Portal 2's uh, ending tune for myself. I'm really annoyed. I've, I've got to be honest, because you texted when you were doing your research, like, oh, can we do like songs associated with, with games that aren't like directly in games? And I was like, oh my God, I haven't even thought about this, because yes. there's a YouTuber I really like called Miracle of Sound, who does like video game music, and I think that I would have had to at least honorary mention like half his soundtrack <laughs> well you're giving him a so shout out now so yeah. that's good enough right? go listen to him his name's i think it's gavin dune i think it's pronounced he's, he's an irish youtuber he makes fantastic video game and like nerd music well speaking about the um the song from <laughs> that's associated with uh, a video game should i say i'm going to go and do my uh, my top three now if that's all right gabriel cool. i'm actually yeah. gonna start with well, obviously with my bronze one, but with uh, Billy, it's funny that Billy <laughs> mentioned uh, mentioned this. It's actually I do have a Hades tune in here at number three. <laughs> yeah, it. so it's um, I, I'm I'm interested to see which one you might think it is because uh, there's, a, there's a, I, I, I mean I don't blame you if you don't know the um, the name of the song or or where it's yeah. you know, that's the hard part. Um, I mean. See, if, if I had to pick a Hades song, it would probably be like the duet version of Good Riddance, which is Eurydice's song. <laughs> you absolutely smashed it there. That, <laughs> yes. That's the one. That's the one I've got. Yeah, Good Riddance. It's the obviously the the duet Eurydice and Orpheus. Uh, and obviously, those. Yeah. What's interesting about this song when I was doing my research is like the the song sung by Eurydice uh, and the song obviously it's, it's duplicated or duetted by. Uh, um, by Orpheus, sorry, and it provides two different meanings with each. Like, if you know the characters themselves when you listen to it, it's uh, it's very interesting how you get these sort of two different angles of uh, of a story.
And uh, yeah, so for those who haven't played Hades, <coughs> Gabriel, you uh, <laughs> you should. I need yeah. to, to be fair. I've been saying it for long enough. Yeah, so it's, it, it comes across actually not, so it's not a main theme tune. It's nothing like that. It's uh, you basically discover a place. I'm trying to not spoil anything. Uh, and these two people, <laughs> again, not spoiling anything, uh, interact with each other from separate locations, but they sing the same song. And the song that they released is like uh, essentially a duet, like harmonization with each other. It's it's amazing. Such a good song, very memorable, uh, I think. Um, which is why I which is why I have it on my list. It's not something. It's not like music I, you know, pick up on Spotify and listen to. But it's so. It's just you can just admire it to be good quality, yeah. well made, the, well produced. The value is in the fact that it represents the game and that sequence of yes. the story. Do you know what I mean? A- it's not absolutely. Just, yeah. You're not just looking at it as it's... a song, tonally, yeah. melodically, whatever. You're looking at it as, you know, it's 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 symbolism, etc. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. It, it's partly as well, because I absolutely agree, this is like absolutely the version of the song I would have picked if I was doing a Hades song. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got to say, because... It does also resemble because minor spoilers here for, for Hades. So turn away if you if you don't want to hear those. Ears, Orpheus yeah. and Eurydice are originally like split up and you have to reunite them in the story. And the first time I came across them like together, this is what they were singing. So this also like sort of represents that part of the game for me and how, yeah. all the stuff I went through to get to do, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's very nice. And uh, you sort of get to that point where you're like, oh, my God, they're singing the same thing. But it's like together now. And yeah. All our, so good. It's it just it's just brilliant, really. Anyway, that was my number three. Good riddance. Uh, I, I should probably try and find who it's. It's featuring uh, Ashley Barrett. So that's yes. Yeah. I think it's by Darren Corb. Good shout there. I did, I should have wrote that down. Um, my silver one now. 
<laughs> again, not spoiled by Billy, but brought up <laughs> and mentioned that uh, I have a song that isn't actually featuring necessarily in a video game, uh, but it's about a animated series um, of a video game. Now, this is called Enemy. It's by Imagine Dragons, and it's for League of Legends Arcane series. the sounds of the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground i'm searching to behold the stories that i told when my back is to the world that was smiling when i turn So put the pedal into the flow, the energy on my trail, my energy unavailable. I'ma tell it my silhouette go. Hey, when I fly on my drive to the top, I've been out of shape, taking out the box, I'm an astronaut. I blasted off the planet, rock to cause catastrophe, and it matters more because I had it. Now I had I thought about wreaking havoc on an opposition, kind of shocking. They want a static with precision, I'm automatic. Quarterback, I ain't talking second packet, pack it up, I don't panic, batter, batter up. Who the baddest? It don't matter, cause we is your thing. So, yeah, uh, enemy. What what can I what can I even say with this song? It honestly blew my mind the first time I heard it. I think it was even before uh, the before I watched the se- uh, series. Uh, Brand in mind, Arcane is uh, amazing for any League of Legends fan, and I genuinely recommend watching it, even if you're not into this uh, this world or this game itself. It's so good. Um, but this song, Imagine Dragons, taking on such a such a heavy heavy song like this i mean they've done they've done a song with for league of legends before as well uh which it's is also warriors it's fantastic yeah also another good shout uh really really good i mean what can i say riot always bring the best when it comes to animations when it comes to songs when it comes to uh, well 
most of the time when it comes to story writing that's not yeah, technically it's, true for uh for for every everything in a game but yeah honestly it's amazing. kind of interesting going and watching like all the songs that they've had and being like wait this is this is a song from league of legends like yeah technically this is a song it's, from it's, league of legends. that's it and it's actually really popular as well like i'm i i'm almost certain that you probably have heard it even if you're not involved with league of legends at all it's maybe you've come on your radio maybe you've come through youtube at some point but it's really really popular because it, it's just just a great <laughs> song like i don't yeah. see how you can how you can hate it Imagine Dragons I've liked for, for ages, and that's exactly why they feature uh, in Silver Place. So this comes as no surprise, and I hope you guys would have at least been thinking about this song when it comes to my top three. It, it's the uh, the Overwatch victory theme tune. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. We've yeah. actually played that on this show before. Yeah, we have. So we played, yeah, we've played <laughs> a, uh, a very techno-y dance version of it um or we may have way way back in the first episode i think yeah i think we've kept it for we've kept it for a few episodes but yeah this is uh the original obviously and it's number one because it's probably (laughs) the video game song that i've heard most throughout my gaming life whatever you want to call it it's just so (laughs) it's just so epic like every time i listen to it i haven't played overwatch in a while now but when i Every time I listen to it, it just brings back this sort of euphoric feeling of uh, I, I I can't even explain it. It's just so yeah. good when you're really into Overwatch. It it just uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. Makes you feel powerful. Makes you feel part of a team. You know, it, obviously, it being a victory theme tune plays when you win a game. Just sticks in your mind like that, and it's honestly mind blowing. Really, really is, and it's well deserved of my number one. Not only because Overwatch is my favorite game, but because it is a legendary tune as well. That's my top three. I'm looking forward to yours now, Gabriel. This is going to be very, very yeah. interesting. Considering you have not explored Hades, not explored Portal, <laughs> uh, not explored Overwatch. So we're getting something <laughs> completely different here, and I'm excited. Nice. I've got to yeah. predict at least one of them is GTA-based. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> you, yeah, well, uh, not going to say anything. Not going to say anything. Um, but first uh, on my list, well, coming in at number three, therefore, is actually uh, a Nintendo song as Ooh, just like one of yours was billy or, or what, was it two of yours with nintendo two of mine because i had two. i had zelda and mario 
there we go. And and what was interesting when I did research about a lot of this Nintendo music, because I was intrigued um, because it's so, it, you know, everyone gets it. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. It's so it just works for what it is. And there's no kind of clear regional symbolism if does that make sense you don't listen to that kind of music yeah. like, okay this has come straight out of uh the far east or straight out of wherever and it was interesting for me to find out that it is actually all composed primarily by japanese people mm. and that is to me testament to how you know um genius this music is the fact that it is so widely accessible and it just it's so fit for purpose it's it's quite phenomenal phenomenal um but yeah the 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 bit of music that i have picked is actually the we party theme tune and i've mainly picked that because i was obsessed with we party for a while and this theme tune was on repeat all the time walking into the living room when yep. i left it on <laughs> kind of thing and talking about things that are ingrained in my mind this is just so stuck in my head forever and you know it's still not for uh, you know monotonous or bad or whatever it still gives me that same kind of upbeat feeling that i'm about to jump into some wee party so um yeah a really good bit of music
think the best thing about it is that I don't think you can really fault it for what it's for what it is like ob- it's objectively good and it's very it's a very hard I, piece of music to criticize definitely i don't think i've ever heard it i don't know because i've never played wii party so, so if you'd said you were doing a wii song my first thoughts would have been like wii sports or the, the me the, the like the me shopping channel whatever it is <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah the me shopping channel i was that's actually a really good song that's a, yeah that's <laughs> so true that is yeah there's so many good uh nintendo songs but yeah this one was the one that jumped out to me and um yeah you you should check it out well deserved of a third spot indeed indeed Cool. So on to my second choice. This is actually a remix of quite a famous track produced by American producer Skrillex, who's famous for dubstep primarily when he first broke onto the scene and now does all kinds of stuff in the rap scene, uh, wider electronic music. Just he's an absolute genius. I mean, to be honest, I, I have no doubt that most of the people listening to this will have known or know of Skrillex. Um, but it's actually a song off one of his first albums, uh, Recess, and the track is I'm a Try Out, and it was remixed for the purpose of Black Ops 2, which, as wow. I've mentioned previously, is my favourite Call of Duty ever. Yep. Um, and to put this song into context, and it's really important that you do before listening to it, this song is first played to a player in a campaign mission and in this campaign mission you are in a shopping mall which is really futuristic lots of chaos going on like uh, hallways filled with mist lasers going off and, and and this kind of thing and all of a sudden this tune comes on and you just have this you know those classic cutscene moments where you jump in and out of slow-mo hitting you know hitting numerous bad guys of all kinds of different um, combat methods it's just a complete masterpiece and actually th- this probably would make it into my Spotify playlist even though it's that old like it's generally every time I listen to this it just gets me hyped up and yeah a brilliant track I think the best the most well the most important thing about this for you Gabriel is that it's actually it's music that you like you said you'd put on spotify your is your one of your you know favorite genres whatever and to mm-hmm. partner it up with your essentially your favorite game too it's uh yeah it's a win what what a, what a duo that is you it was the really... year simultaneously you were telling me to listen to tracks like cinema by skrillex like, yeah. so we were already talking about this artist and all of a sudden it's actually a, a guy called Jack Wall and Trent Razor. They mm. remixed his song for this, for the purpose of the game. And yeah, it's just fantastic. Very, very cool. I'm gonna try it out. 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 I'm gonna try it out.
And on to my first place song. You have been patiently waiting to find out. <laughs> Ooh, drum roll. <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> and I can confirm that, Billy, you are indeed correct. It is a GTA theme tune. But there which one? That's the question. Ooh. Any, uh, any guesses? San Andreas. I, I would say it has to be. It That's like the most... You know, it's yeah. the one, isn't it? Really, it is. It is. And just to give a bit of context for those who haven't played uh, this game, it's set in '90s California, which of course was <laughs> the decade where American, you know, Dr. Dre was on Gangst- the ascendant. Gangster rap. Gangsta rap, Tupac, NWA, Biggie, NWA. They were literally at the peak of their careers. Um, so this game was trying to sort of. Um, 
you know, capture that. And they absolutely nailed it. What what was interesting, though, is it was actually composed by a man named Michael Hunter, who is actually a Scottish musician from Glasgow. But when you listen to this music, it could have come straight out of the 90s rap era. It's perfect. The bass line, the so chords, it's so brilliant. (laughs) That's a weird fact that I would never have thought that. That's cool. I know. I was really curious to find out who composed it because to me, it really is the most iconic gaming music ever. That's just my opinion, obviously. It's definitely still. up there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No and yeah, to find out it was um, produced by a Scottish bloke, you know, you learn something new every day. That's a very well uh, rounded selection of music, guys. I'm very impressed. Um, yeah. Obviously, all, all of these songs are, are legendary in their own right. So it's good we've got so many good songs. If you're listening and you want to send us, you know, other suggestions, I like with Billy and his Portal 2 uh, suggestion, I'm sure there's loads out there that we've completely forgotten. So honestly, get in touch with us. Use our email, hitbox at river.radio or join us on a Discord. Uh, we will mention the link later on at the end of the show, so wait for that. Uh, but yeah, we're really, really interested in sort of exploring more on this topic because it's not really something we've covered much and we definitely will do in the future. So yeah. honestly, give us some, some suggestions. We'd, we'd love to and hear there, there, are, there are so many good songs, like are actually just gaming songs out there, and people that either, people that either don't realise they're gaming songs or like they're just like hidden gems that people haven't even thought about. Absolutely. I, I think some of the best songs come from, you know, because obviously when they're in games, you know, they've got to mean something. They've got to relate to the, the game that you're playing and everything like that. So it's it's something, you know, yeah. similar with songs that are uh, usually used in movies. Obviously, a few of them are, are created for the movie specifically. But in other cases, they bring in uh, a tune that's already popular and sort of place it in there. It doesn't really have that sort of, relationship between audio and visual you know as as a game music would if, if you know what i'm trying to explain yeah. it's it's very yes different the way that that music made you know for a game uh, comes across so yeah brilliant stuff right we have uh obviously avoided the gaming brain brainstorming game so we are going to run into the weekly news roundup guys so gabriel i'm going to start with you because you were last 
on the, the other sections. So take it away, mate. Nice one. So first bit of news this week is, for those that don't know, a while back, Call of Duty launched a new anti-cheat software known as Ricochet. Now that the system has been in place for a while, the developers are releasing information about the specific anti-cheating measures they've put in place. So it breaks down into two main things that Call of Duty have implemented. The first is called a damage shield, which makes a cheater's gunfire do almost no damage to the player they're targeting, which is, you know, that's how I always interpret this kind of thing. That's that's all I thought that they really did, to be honest. But they've also coupled this with something called cloaking. And if a cheater's been hit with this, then everyone they hit becomes invisible to them and their cheating software, leaving them running around levels filled with players they can't see, which I thought was a very sort of funny twist on anti-cheat software. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's 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 really shoving a pie in the cheater's face there. The fact that without them knowing, they've actually made it almost more difficult for them <laughs> to succeed at the game. Do you know, do you know what I mean? So some uh, some videos I watch on YouTube of uh, people purposely um sort of building websites and putting up you know cheats here kind of thing come get your cheats and and, and making it really accessible for for, for hackers uh, and they download the, these cheats thinking that you know they're gonna get you know wall hacks or or whatever you want to call them uh, and turns out they've downloaded something that just completely screws with their with their game and if not their computer I think it's so funny and well deserved. Obviously, I don't condone it because, like you say, it's basically it's fraud and, scammery, and yeah, yeah, very scammery and, and, and fraud like. But it's kind of what they deserve in in mm. in a sense. It's brilliant, honestly. Go. I can't remember what the the guy's name is that I that I watch. But if you type in, you know, fake hacks or you know, ha- hacker gets trolled or whatever you want to call it, I'm definitely sure you'll find what I'm what I'm on about on YouTube. Mm. Ricochet have announced that since the launch, they've seen both significant drops in cheaters invading games, as well as some unfortunate increases. This is an expected ebb and flow that is the frustrating reality in game security. And this is what I think we've talked about this in the past. The more the more you put the barriers up, the more those barriers can then be undone. And it's kind of actually it lends itself to code, actually. Do you know what I mean? For everything that you implement that implement, there has to be a way of almost undoing that. Yeah. And this is why even despite all the measures that get introduced, it actually presents an opportunity to a lot of hackers as much as a, as a barrier. That's the thing. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Coding ever evolving. Yeah. My next bit of news is the fact that a while ago, a man named James Brown from New Zealand shared one of his experiments on Twitter, which shows off a little monitor screen working on a tiny Lego piece. The display is designed to mimic the Lego terminal piece that slant downwards and have designs planted on, uh, painted on them. I don't know if you know what I mean. It's kind of like um, if you ever played Lego as a kid. It almost looks like a, a, a doorstop. Uh, it's slanted to two uh, points on the on the top that you can plug something else into but essentially it doubles up and looks like a, a computer screen and basically what James has done is he has used his you know, I don't even know how people do it these days whether it's with <laughs> microchips whether it's with whatever the whatever the technology is nowadays but he's essentially made one of these bricks a complete working games console Wow. And he he's released a video on his Twitter of him playing. I think it was Doom on 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 the <laughs> on the Lego 
console, which I thought was just amazing to see. And, and it just goes to show, you know, how clever people can be with, with the resources available to them. And if you do want to check out the video, his uh, Twitter handle is at ancient underscore James. And if you go to his Twitter, you'll be able to find the video. Brilliant. Cool. So I've also got bits of news. One of them is for me and one of them is sort of for Tom. Uh, <laughs> cool. So screw you, Gabriel. My bit of news. <laughs> well, I, we're only supposed to pick two pieces of news and Gabriel, I knew Gabriel has his own news. So you think yeah. he's a big boy. Very, he can pick true. what he likes for himself. <laughs> um, so uh, my, my two bits of news. The first one is about Total War Warhammer 3. So as you know, I'm a big fan of, the, of Warhammer and I've been quite into the Total War series. So Total War Warhammer 3 have recently uh, been looking into releasing their sort of big final all the games combined uh, campaign so if you aren't aware each of the games so far total war 2 and total war 3 are both going to have a mode where you can play every faction in the previous games so total war Warhammer 3 is going to have literally here is the world map here is every faction that has ever been in, in the game fight and win uh, so wow that's kind of yeah, exactly. Cool. It's, that it's sounds insane. cool, and I don't have any clue what the game is and yeah, <laughs> uh, anything like that. But that there are like really cool. sixty factions, so it's it's quite a big task to win to win a, like a full game of this. It's but it's really. They... I'm I'm really glad to hear that because I remember, and obviously I know Total War is very different from the Dawn of War series, but if yeah. I remember when I used to play those games, one of the big determinants of which one I got was you know who I could play as, what I could do. Yes. So the fact that they've, you know, just jumbled it all into one sounds very well, you know, exciting. Uh, is there a catch? Yes. Really? There <laughs> is a bit of a catch to that, which is that you do need to own those those factions. Ah. So if you want to play them, you do need to own all three games and any DLC races you need to own the DLC for. Uh, right. This is why I can play them, because I'm the kind of nerd who has exactly bought all of the things for it. So. <laughs> uh, but yes, anyway. So they, they, when they were doing a release for to talk about this, because it's actually going to be into beta first, because they had a hell of a time trying just trying to get factions from Total War Warhammer 1 like converted and coded, because it's Total War Warhammer 1 is not a new game anymore. It's, it's quite old at this point. So they have to update all the coding. They have, effectively, they have to recreate everything, and they want to rebalance everything to make sure everything's like equal and even and everything. Uh, but when they were doing that, people think they might have spotted a DLC leak. So they were looking at sort of a way of winning, which is domination, which is where, you know, you destroy every other faction in the, on the map, which is a monumental task. And they noticed that four, that four of the ones they listed aren't out yet. Now, these could just be un unannounced or unreleased factions, but it's currently sort of thought that they're DLC factions. Uh, these four factions are the Ecstatic Legions, the Fecundities, the Legion of the Gore Queen, and the Puppets of Misrule. Uh, and there's one for each of the Chaos Gods. Uh, so... People are very excited about this. There's been a lot of speculation about who's going to be leading them, what characters are going to be sort of associated with these uh, these various factions, which I thought was just a cool thing to know. And uh, I'm very I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm very excited about Immortal Empires finally coming out and being complete. Mm. I um, love a bit of Warhammer news, to be honest. Like yeah. I, even though I've kind of hung up my Warhammer boots per se. <laughs> I, yeah. I do love hearing about it and and I need to get back into it when I can find some time. Um, uh yeah, I'm just sat here sort of nodding my head and agreeing <laughs> with everything uh, you guys say. Sounds uh, good, man. <laughs> so, uh, my other bit of news. Tom, would you like a free copy of Diablo, Diablo 4? Well, I, and like a beta key? Yes. Well, you can actually do this. This is actually a thing that Blizzard are doing. 
if you're willing to get a tattoo. Ah, they are, okay. They are, yes. Okay. They are giving beta copies and eventually like digital copies of the full game out to anyone who is willing to get a tattoo as part of this uh, Hell's Inc. event. They are actual, real, permanent tattoos that you, you have to get for this, which is insane. Uh, they're going to do in various shops. Uh, they've been doing this for the last couple of days. It started July 16th. Um, <laughs> it's mm. it's absolutely insane. This is one of uh, the most bizarre things I think I've ever really heard on, on our gaming news. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how this is even like who, who thought yeah. of this idea then proceeded I have to carry no it through idea. and now it's like a trending thing that's actually happening yeah. i don't know how I mean, it's also kind of weird because blizzard have been going through some like really weird stuff lately and be like oh yeah get a permanent reminder of blizzard on your body right now after yeah. we just had an investigation that we we said did nothing wrong because it's our investigation yeah <laughs> uh, and also it's diablo and people are like yeah, we know how the last Diablo game went, and that was, you know... <laughs> it's almost like getting your, your, your girlfriend's uh, name tattooed on your arm or <laughs> something. Get, or have to get it chest. scratched yeah. out later. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely think I had to go ahead with this. And uh, I'm not saying Diablo uh, Immortal was bad uh, gameplay-wise, but, you know, I could have easily, so... yeah, easily got a tattoo of, of, of that game and later yeah. regretted it so yeah i don't yes. think i'm actually gonna take your offer no. <laughs> on that one billy i do appreciate you bring that up to me i would yeah. probably prefer paying the uh the the asking yes. value without yes. having to get something uh, tattooed on my uh my arm yeah if any of our listeners are interested in this though they are they are doing eight locations across the us the uk germany and australia between july 16th that's a couple of days ago now and september 10th uh, there was a social media competition you could enter to like guarantee you were getting this, but uh, as it is, you're going to have to queue up on the day if you if you aren't one of those people, which this is, is completely it's, it's insane. It's great marketing though, like it really it really is great yeah. marketing. Like I mean, you're basically giving you're turning people into walking billboards. Oh, uh, absolutely! Video, it's it's yeah. not it's the great. craziest thing. It's a great marketing, but it's a bit like monster raving leaning part, loony party, or whatever they're <laughs> yeah. called. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's, I think they might still be around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like but, screw it. We've really reached this point now. Well, while I was looking into this, though, actually, I did find out about an even crazier like marketing stunt, which is like back in two thousand seven, there was like this dinosaur game that came out. It was called Turok, I think it was. Um, <laughs> Turok Evolution here is. And uh, the, the company called Acclaim Entertainment offered $10,000 to any parents willing to name their child <laughs> after no the hero of the game. Yes, no this is an way. actual thing. No. It's, it's, it's mad. You also, <laughs> Why? You also get weird stuff like a company was like, oh, we want to take out advertising space on gravestones and... Okay, it's, it's we, we, need to, we need to turn this into a, an episode. We need to turn... Like the crazy <laughs> mad marketing, marketing stunts stuff again. Yeah. I, yeah, this right next week. That's what we're doing. Confirmed. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds good. That's that's what we're doing. Uh, I need to okay. learn more and do my own research. So that is uh, locked in and secured. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Yeah, that that is my insane news for this week. Thank you, Billy. No, I, I really enjoyed that. So yeah, <laughs> what what wild uh, what wild bit of gaming uh, gaming news there? Yeah. So that is it for the for the end of the hitbox this week. Um, just a few things before we finish off. First being stand up straight, Billy. You've already knew exactly what I was going to say. You've postured up there. 
yes, yeah, sit up straight, sort your back out, um, makes you feel good. Uh, and especially when you're 50 years old, um, you will not be struggling <laughs> in life and using a wheelchair or pushing device, whatever you call them. Scrollers, are they strollers, scrollers, whatever? I hope you know, not by think, the age yeah. of 50, Tom. But I yeah, mean, yeah but, but, hey, does sound a bit young. But... Come on now, we, we play video games for hours and ends. You never know if you're slouching like keyboards. that. Yeah, 50 year olds. Uh, well, actually, maybe 50 year olds have played video games for the whole of their life, but you know, we're probably. Oh, oh some that's of a the... weird thought. Yeah. Well, it's it's, pro- it's probably true, you know, isn't it? Possible. So it's possible. Yeah. There's definitely 50-year-olds out there that have, have not listened to my uh, advice on, on a hitbox and uh, <laughs> ended up not being able to walk properly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's always worth saying. Um, if you want to listen to previous shows, head over to river.radio on the web, or you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and other streaming platforms. If, like I said earlier, you can get in touch with us via our email hitbox at river.radio or you can join our discord billy i'm gonna throw it on you to announce the discord link it is bit.ly that is b-i-t dot l-y forward slash the hitbox it is all lowercase all one word bish bash bosh there we go perfect stuff okay so feel free to join and yell at us (laughs) yeah absolutely and give us advice for new episodes and let us know your your favorite songs because that's really what we want to get out from this episode yeah what are your favorite songs what do you want us to hear us talk about on the hitbox in the future absolutely brilliant thank you guys for joining me and um, see you next week